0: beautiful and amazing hockey people out there in the hockey world this is jeff from what the Puck podcast uh just to let you know this is season three um we're hoping to get uh some really good stuff out there i know we're a little behind um real life uh hit me and uh max so we've been extremely busy the last couple of months but we're going to try to get this stuff out there as quick as we can or when we can as timely as we can so um just uh Uh, Give a loud shout out to uh, a few of our uh, good friends um, out there that have uh, helped us out in the past. First and foremost, I want to give a loud shout out to uh, Mike at Hockey Art Clothing Company. He's got some really great product out there, guys. Um, He's coming out with new product just about every week. Um, He's got some really amazing jerseys out there right now, um, including uh, his original one, as well as he's got one for... The uh Beavers uh, hockey uh jersey. He has another couple jerseys out there. He's got his holiday jersey out there, folks. You might want to get online and check that out and uh, get some pre-orders on that. Another cool jersey that he uh has out there uh for uh some of us guys. I like to have uh impressive things on our jerseys. He's got a jersey for the hussies. Um, uh, nice little attractive uh attractiveness on that one. So. Make sure you check him out at hockeyartclothingcompany.co.uk. You can also find them on Instagram. You can find them on Twitter, and you can also find them on Facebook. So make sure you check out Hockey Art Clothing Company. Next one I want to give a loud shout out to, and a good friend of mine is Lee Elias at Hockey Wraparound, and also Team Clicks. Um, if you're looking for some style, um. When you're uh, walking around the hockey rink and you want to look good in a pair of uh, shades, make sure you check him out um, at teamclicks.com. They got every sport to include baseball, football, and I believe basketball and ice hockey. Um, Amazing product. Um, I know they're having some deals going on right now, especially with the holidays coming along. Same with Hockey Wraparound. You want to protect that blade of yours on that two $300 uh, stick, and you want to take it outside and do some uh, training with it, make sure you check that out at www.hockeywraparound.com. Some amazing products out there. They have their holiday packages um, along with the uh, book that Lee and his uh, uh, fellow friend of his wrote called When Hockey Stops. Um, a lot of great packages. Um, again, good friend of mine, known him for years last but not least is my good buddy uh Eric Wolf at Eflow Nutrition. Um he's returning with us this year as well too. Make sure you check them out at www.eflow. or actually eflownutrition.com. Um so as we we're saying Max and I have been uh trying to uh, get together the last couple of months. Um I know hockey season has been going for uh at least uh, eight weeks, almost, and then a lot of stuff has happened. So, without further ado, um, I'm going to go ahead and bring Max in, and we'll go ahead from there. All right, folks. So, like I said, uh, Max is joining us. How you doing, mate?
1: I'm doing good. Probably feeling the same as you right now, like itching to talk about hockey, like we like we said we've been do we were going to do months and months ago. Um, the season's underway. Uh, I know we're behind. I want to apologize, but like like we said, like you said in the videos we put out, we, life and busy things happening nowadays. Yeah, uh, at least I'm not getting married anytime soon, and you're just dealing with everybody <laughs> that is getting married. Yeah, so. yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of friends, a lot of new, uh, new little feet coming into the world uh, as well. So congratulations to um, fellow co-host on my on my other podcast, um, Biddy. Has um, since the last time we recorded, I'm sure. It's been his wedding as well as Ali. It's been his wedding as well. Biddy's now expecting a little one um, within the next uh, handful of months. Um, other co-hosts have gone, uh, gone and got married and, and having kids as well. So uh, I'm feeling a little bit left behind. I think I've got to catch up sometime soon.
0: Well, at least uh, the little ones uh, you can turn them into hockey players. So
1: oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're basically setting up the next generation of outlaws. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we're
0: gonna kind of run it in a different way folks um we're not really gonna go based off of stats we're not gonna go deep diving into certain things We're, we're gonna let it be a free flow uh we're just gonna have fun with it and just bullshit about hockey for about an hour um i know there's been some stuff that's going on over in the uk there was a passing of one of one of the uh fighters out of Sheffield um brain far going on but um I do have a buddy of mine playing over in a uh, BC uh the team that he was a uh, manager of and I I know the name of the guy I just can't think of it but it was with the McKenzie Mountaineers I believe out of uh British Columbia um a local lad out of uh Peterborough um Louie Allen um, he's playing out that way, along with uh, two other Brits that I'm trying to get on the show. Um, so hopefully we're going to be looking at that. Is there any news that you want to tell us uh, about um, UK hockey right now,
1: Max? Um, well, the Panthers suck. <laughs> 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 I'll, t- I'll take you through a little bit of kind of what's been happening UK side. So, Ah. Oh. Uh, all leagues are, are happening up and down. Uh, I'm still doing commentary for the Nottingham Lions and their B team um, in the third and fourth tier of UK hockey. At the elite league level, uh, Panthers have had a new CEO. Uh, unfortunately, the passing last uh, last year of um, Gary Moran, uh, the general manager of the club, uh, passed before the end of last season. Uh, going into this new season, with a new CEO, new coach. Uh, the coach got fired last week. <laughs> a new stack of players. Uh, yeah, and we brought back Corey Nelson. Um, he's had his first two games as head coach this weekend. Uh, an over a shootout loss against Sheffield and a regulation loss, three-one uh, tonight against the Manchester Storm. So the Panthers are in struggle city. Um, there is a. Uh, a very healthy divide between the top and the bottom of the uh, the league over in the U- uh, over here in the UK. Top four teams are, stat- I think, at least twelve points ahead of uh, fifth and lower. And Panthers are on the uh, the lower half of that. Um, yeah. Um, what else is What else is going around? Players, move, players, players moving left, right, and centre. Junior players getting chances. Um, young, young brick guys that. Uh, are younger than me now. Well, it's getting that way for a lot, a lot of hockey players as I'm past past the age of thirty. I'm looking at guys going, oh, I could still do that, and they're twenty five. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, Oh, trust
0: me, I, I feel you. I, I I I just started playing hockey again myself after mm-hmm. a long hiatus due to CV nineteen and moving back home and not having all my equipment and now I'm playing weekly and my body's telling me you can't do it. My head's saying, go straight, <laughs> you know, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, uh, also uh, rec, rec on the rec side of things, it's kind of back to normal for, for rec hockey and us uh, guys that are playing beer league, rec hockey, whatever you want to call it. We, we, we can't for, for semantic reasons, we can't call rec hockey beer league hockey over here because of like people, The the hockey association don't want to have that sort of like stigma over the top of the guys that are playing a drunk. We're not. We just (laughs) we just we we just enjoy we just enjoy a beer after the game, um, or before the game. Um,
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: yeah. But they just you just we just can't technically say it's beer league, but it is beer league. (laughs) Um, Outlaws played Friday night in Telford, and we walked away victors uh in a four three score line probably should have been more i took a punch to the face the guy got uh two uh four minute double minor for roughing i'm still pretty so it's not too bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) so mine's not so much a league as it is a bunch of us older guys get together one day a week and just we have anywhere from like 12 to 15 players that come out plus two goalies and we just we go out there we have fun um enough to uh, remind us that we're not as young as we once were Yep. and uh, just hang out afterwards. And a nice way to start the week, even though it's eight o'clock at night when we get on the ice and it's nine o'clock by the time we get off the ice. Um, So just to uh reiterate uh, about the uh, passing of uh, the Sheffield Steelers or uh, Steel Dogs player, it was uh, Andre Payette. Yeah. Um, it was a couple months ago and yeah, uh, It was just, it was all of a sudden. Uh, I'm not sure the reasoning behind it. I haven't uh, dug into that. And I don't want to ask any of his close friends or those that knew him as well what happened. Um, so our condolences to them and their family. Um, I know he uh, has a son over in either Sheffield or Nottingham area. Um, but, uh, he was a part of the Mackenzie Mount, I think Mackenzie Mountaineers over in uh, BC, um, was one of their general managers as well. And he brought in a couple of uh, British lads this past year. And like I said, one of them was my good buddy's son, Louis Allen. And the Brits are showing the Canadians in that league. What British hockey can be, and uh, how far it's come. They are in the top. His, my buddy's son's one of the top point leaders in the league itself. Um, uh, one game he scored, I believe, six or seven goals. Jeez. So, yeah. And the other. Jesus.
1: British,
0: yeah, the other British kid uh was out there putting
1: pucks in, uh pucks behind the goalie too. So. So uh, just for anybody who hasn't gone out and uh, googled or or heard of Andre Payet. Uh, started his pro, uh, well, it says his junior career, um, just looking for elite prospects, um, 92 93 season, and um, played all the way through to 16 17. Um, made it as high as the AHL with teams like the Philadelphia Phantoms, Mo- uh, Rochester Americans, uh, Mon- uh, Manchester Monarchs, uh, Toledo Storm as well for the ECHL, Manitoba Moose for a couple of games. Then he moved over. To the UK, played for Coventry Blaze, Newcastle Vipers, four years on the trot, five years on, the, no four years on the trot. Uh, Manchester Phoenix. He was the assistant captain. Moved to Sheffield for one, two, three, four, five seasons on the trot, and then ended up in the north of England, uh, the next league down. Uh, so he started off in the elite league, dropped uh, by 2009, 2010, dropped down a league, uh, and continued playing. And then by 15-16, 16-17, dropped again to the next league down uh, for the Whitley Warriors, but stayed around in the UK because um, in 2010, he was, he was a coach, uh, player coach for uh, the Steel Dogs from 2010 2000, to 2013. He was also GB under-20 head coach uh, in that season. Uh, a couple more seasons with the Steel Dogs, as player coach, then he was a director of hockey for the whole Pirates who stuck around for a couple of years in the second league in the UK uh, before heading back to Canada to the Fox Creek Ice Kings where he was the general manager and head coach. And then last year, the McKenzie Mountaineers, like you said, again, GM and head coach.
0: So he did a lot. I mean, I've, as an American, I can say I, I've had the privilege of seeing him play uh, most of the time it was been waving from the penalty box, but <laughs> um, I mean, when he had a chance, he actually did do good. He did turn the uh, steel dogs around when he was uh, uh, coaching them versus mm-hmm. playing. Um, I remember the year that I left that the following season, the steel dogs came out and they were actually a good team and turned their uh, turned the whole entire page and actually became a scoring team instead of just that one team that was the beat up boys, but at the same time beating each up, or beating other teams up physically instead of the scoreboard. Um, so, um, he's got he has a lot to play with that. Um, is there any other news from the uh UK side or so? I know my phantoms um, are doing good, my phantoms are.
1: That's a good question, actually. Um, I've been doing some. I've been doing some research, as we said before. While well, as I said before, um, getting on, uh, I've got a couple of guys. A couple of guys that want to uh, get on for let's talk hockey, um, but I haven't yet checked out the league and how things are going. It's I know
0: the luck. teams right now. I know the Phantoms. Um, it's kind of odd not seeing Telford up there because Telford's usually one of those teams
1: that. They're struggling.
0: Yeah, they're really struggling. I know they've lost a little bit of their fan base because they've mm. been struggling. Um,
1: but uh yeah. I just The, want to uh, the Peter Peter Phantoms are third in the league. Uh played 19, won 16, lost three. Yeah. Uh ahead of them are only the MK Lightning and Leeds Knights, who are absolutely storming it this season. Uh, and last season as well, Leeds Knights are. Um, to say they're only, I think, three three years old as a team. Oh, Leeds, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're 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 running it. Sheffield in fourth, Telford in fifth, so not too bad. Um, but they, I say, well, they are struggling. Um, down the other end of the table, uh, whole Seahawks who I think are brand new this year.
0: Yeah, well, um, I think they're a reprisal from the uh Pirates from when the Pirates were yes. like go, and then. I mean, but it seems like Hull's always been that beat up, beat up boy. Even when they were the Pirates,
1: because it, it, yeah, didn't have the power to bring in. Yeah, and even before then, when they were the, um, oh, who was it? They were the whole Stingrays in the Elite League. Yeah. Um. Uh. But look, the last time I last time I checked on the Seahawks, they hadn't won a game, and they've won. They've got they've got two on the board out of twenty right now. So, hey. It's their first season. Let's see if it can be an, an upward trend. An upward trend for seasons to come. Yeah, like um, I said, I
0: got to give a loud shout out to Peterborough. Um, yeah, they've gone. I think seven weeks, or no, hold on. They've gone what eight games in a row? So a month straight of just two or four point weekends. It's absolutely amazing to see them. Um, I was chatting with Slava. I hooked him up with uh, something that he ordered over here, sent it to him, and him and the team are going to get together and uh, take care of a jersey to send to me on this side of the pond. So it, it's always good to still have contacts over over in the UK. So, but yeah, they yeah I'm just, I'm just looking starving. for
1: the last, last. I'm just looking for the last handful of games and the last loss was against the mk lightning uh the 29th of october yep, yep. Um, been, I and that was one, yeah um yeah up? um in a last bit of per, last bit of personal news i want to get to is kind of like just kind of pump my own tires a little <laughs> bit um been still been still been doing commentary for the nottingham lions like i started last year uh, last season it's been going to strength to strength. I've even done games on my own. I've done games for the junior, oh sorry, the next league down, which was line, which is Lions Two. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how it, I don't know how it came at one. I do, I do know how it came about. So I got a call from the Manchester Storm, which is the elite league team. Yeah. And they're playing. They're, they were going to be playing Fife, uh, one weekend, like a couple of weeks back, and Nottingham were playing at the same time. Uh, so the same guy who does commentary for the Panthers also does it for the uh, Manchester Storm on, on their webcast. So if those two teams clash, like both teams are playing on the same weekend, different teams, yep. Panthers take Panthers take their main guy. Storm have a, have a backup. Their backup wasn't available because he was doing um, his regular job. Uh, so they were scrambling around for a guy, and I got a phone call,
0: nice saying
1: saying, "Can you be ready?" I think I missed out by about half an hour or so because they picked they picked up a guy from Sheffield, because Sheffield were playing away. Oh, the Sheffield, the Sheffield guy got it, but because I got because I got messed around a little bit, I've got I've now got a direct line to the um, C. I think he's the CEO or the general manager now. Of he was once the head coach as well, but he's given the head coach to uh, an ex-player now, and he just does the managing side. I've got a direct line, mobile phone number for uh for him and he says he, he texts me that um that morning and says look we're going we're going with somebody else i'm sorry but i will be give, i'll be definitely giving you a text or a call sometime soon I'm like, thank you very much so i must be doing nice. something right
0: nice mm. best of luck with that um here on my side like as uh off camera i was telling you um i started coaching ice hockey again uh i'm, wor- I'm working with the tens on this side Pretty much mainly the goalies, but because of being a goalie, you're also defensive minded too. So I'm trying to help Um, out with defense and I'm helping out. We got three different uh, teams for the U10. So we got like our A squad, our B squad and our B2 squad. And all three goalies are really cool little dudes. Um, One of them is brand new. First time ever playing goalie. Um, Another one and the other two have been playing goalie. Or The A goalie's only been playing for a year to a year and a half. And the uh, B1 goalie's been playing a little bit longer. But it's really fun. I try to keep the things or the training fun for them. But at the same time, they're learning something to kind of like – because goalie's that one position where if you don't keep it fun but also learning something, they're not going to want to keep it. So if you're consistently hard on them, it, they it, they're going to lose interest. I don't yell at them during the games. I don't yell at them at practice. I try to keep it uh, positive every time. And if it's not positive, then it's uh, constructive feedback. Yeah. Um, So it's a learning curve for myself as well as the goalies as uh, well. Um, I'm still getting my face back out into the system here in my hometown since I've been gone for so long and, I'm trying to make splashes, but I think I'm making waves instead, and a lot of people have already noticed it. So I'm going to try to toot my own horn and say I'm I think I'm doing a hell of a job and getting out of there. Um, other than that, it's been work, work, and
1: hockey. So, <laughs> so one thing before we jump back into NHL things, you played hockey. la oh, well, since you since, like, like, the last time you played, I think it was in when you were over here in the UK that long ago. Like when you're teaching these kids, what is the biggest thing you've seen? Because as a forward, I'm just shooting on the net and hoping to get past past the goalie. What what are you what are you seeing that's come through that you're you're having not having to teach the kids, but you're you're wanting to teach the kids?
0: Um angles. Um, yeah, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Um, uh, like I tell the kids, I'm like, once you get your angles down, you've you've got nine percent of what goalies are all about. The other ten percent mm. is just learning the functions. Uh, the reaction time, all that other stuff because as a goalie, angles are the key things and then I'm like, the smallest movements are the best movements because if you Mm -hmm. overextend yourself on a movement, you're leaving a portion of the net wide open if you're out of position when you play a rebound, you're giving the other team that much more of the net to shoot on Um, the biggest thing that I see is a lot of them watch the NHL goalies and the NHL goalies go down a lot so the concept of Consistently going down on every single shot is what I'm trying to uh, have them not do. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to get them to react to the shot, feel the shot, then then uh, go for it. Yeah, don't go down before the shot's taken or too soon because then you're just going to get yourself out of position. So,
1: yeah. Is is there anything that you wish you'd have known back? Uh, you know, when you when you were learning goalie.
0: Yeah, that you don't always have to get yelled at.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah.
0: That yeah. um, I I wish there was people out there that would just concentrate right on goalies. Um, a lot of teams mm. don't have a actual goalie coach, and a lot of the coaches yeah. just think, all right, we're gonna take shots on the goalie, and the goalie's gonna learn. Um yeah. I'm a rarity in my town. Um, that just works directly with the goalies. Um, I'm at only with one league right now, but hopefully, the more I get out there, the more other people are seeing what I'm doing. Maybe they'll kind of like want me to help out other teams whenever i have the free time so
1: yeah, yeah well good 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 words spread just as uh just as far and wide as uh as bad ones so it's uh exactly uh, and, problem i've had that. a lot of
0: i've had a lot of good trainers in the past especially hanging out with uh lee um mm. the phantoms um watching yenis Ozens back when he was with the phantoms and then just traveling around the league and watching other profession or semi-pro uh athletes play over in the UK and then being able to hang out with uh, with them and get to know them and have them talk to you and just kind of like even getting out there and training with them every now and then um yeah. so that really helped out and then traveling as much as I did while I was over there to play hockey I got to see a whole bunch of different styles in a few different countries so yeah. that right there kind of like I'm taking all that plus what I was raised on and helping these goalies out to kind of guide them through it. So. Cool. All right.
1: Nice
0: man. Yeah. uh, Under the uh, the, uh, real (laughs) stuff. Um, like I said, folks, uh, we're just here. We're going to bullshit our way through this one. Um, we're not going to keep you online uh, all that long, but enough to let you know that we're here. We're back. We'll try to get together as much as we can. Um, in this season, like I said, I'm just gonna, and if Max is on board with it, we're just going to bullshit hockey. Um, Mm -hmm. I might bring in a few guests, uh, here and there when Max isn't available. Um, especially with the, uh, time zones that people are uh, reaching out to us from, which is on the opposite side of me, which is about nine hours or 10 hours, uh, behind Max. So, um, we'll try to get those in there when we can, but on to the NHL. Um, Christ, so much has happened in the last two months. Um, First and foremost, another passing. Um, actually, a couple of passings. Um, uh, mm-hmm. one of the great. Uh, um, is this the Swedish player?
1: Um, uh, Boya uh, Solming. from yes. uh, Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: Yep. Um, he recently passed away. Um, and then the other big news at the beginning of the season was Ben Stettler from yes. Edmonton. Uh, For those of you that are new to hockey or new to the show or just are trying to figure out the sport, um, Ben Stettler, he was a ray of sunshine for the Edmonton Oilers last year. Um, And I believe that was one of their key reasons why they made the playoffs and why they went as deep as they did into the the playoffs, getting uh, eliminated in the second round. But I feel that this kid had so much... To do with that, um, they had a reason to fight. They had a reason to go out there and play every night. Um, he uh, passed away due to brain cancer at six years old, but he he may have only been six years old, but the life that he lived, his last year, I guarantee you, is the reason why he lasted as long as he did. Um, he had he had more heart and so much life. That I think whatever came off of him interjected with, or the team of the Oilers got injected with that. And that's why mm. they went on the role that they did.
1: Yeah. We well, saw the same thing with um, St. Lo- St. Louis Blues with, was it Lila? Yeah. Layla? No. Layla, Layla? Layla. Layla. Oh, yeah. Uh, same thing with that. You, you you see these kids that get involved with teams and everything else. And it's, it, it's great. It's great to see. It's great to see that uh, us our sport that is that, is that accommodating? Is that, is that open? Um, and yeah, it's, it's another, it's another thing for the, uh, for, for the audience to get behind and like, yeah, we've, we've got someone, we've got someone to fight for. It's not just going out there for a, for a goalie. We're going out there for a fan and we're going out there for, for somebody who's had an impact on having, having an impact on, on their team. Um, yeah.
0: And so we send our condolences. I know it's a few months past, but, uh, better I, I don't want to make this sound like an I'm an ass or anything but it's better late than never and oh, yeah, yeah. We, we did I'm sure you thought about that when you saw it and just kind of like it's like holy hell just mm. one of those y- you think about it for a minute um, and then we'll move on from that and the other night I went to a Watertown Wolves game if you've ever seen oh. the movie Slap Shot the Federal Hockey League. The Federal Hockey League is a real league here in the US, <laughs> for those of you that are uh, listening to us out of, out of the U.S. and have seen the movie Slapshot. This league is a very interesting league. You, it's almost like going to a circus and getting a sideshow at the same time. Um, very interesting. It was fast-moving. It was hard-hitting. And it was a really good game. Third-period shit-show kind of happened. There's five five players in the box for Watertown after a fight. I mean, it was just like penalty after penalty after penalty. And it was just a delay after a delay after delay. Well, they go into overtime. Um, I've seen a lot of firsts in my life. Let me tell you, I've seen the first Michigan happen in the NHL. I've seen goalie fights in person. I've seen a whole lot of shit happen in hockey. I've never seen a fight in a shootout,
1: <laughs> fucking no. I,
0: I, like I said, there's a lot of firsts that I've seen. Well, the player, the away player, went down, took their shot. It was uh the fourth round. It was just after Watertown scored their go ahead goal in the fourth round, and he takes the shot, hit the goalie saves it. Well, the shooter decided to kind of like throw the rebound back at him. Goalie didn't take too kindly to that.
1: I think and, I've seen a bit of a bit of a video of this. Carry on, yeah.
0: And so the goalie just sat there. They're they're exchanging words, uh, spent game at each other, and then the next thing you know, the helmets come off, the gloves come off, and the fists start flying. <laughs> Normally, you'd think that the goalie would have gotten ejected, right? Well, no, they ejected the other player, gave him a ten, uh, 10 minute major with a game misconduct, and ended up losing the game because they fought, because of the penalty.
1: Jeez, first time ever. That's that's <laughs> fucking mental. Um, thinking about it though, like that 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 federal league, um, is that where um thing he's playing now? Uh, YouTube goalie. What's his fucking. Name? Oh yeah, 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 Travis. Yeah, Travis. Travis. Yeah, I saw. Travis. I saw that he got. I saw that he got picked up, and I've seen a couple of. I'm not. I'm not seeing any of his like kind of vlog videos and stuff like that. Um, but it's it surprises me that he's allowed to. Well, I guess it's a bit of a. Bit of a cra- I guess he's kind of, by the sounds of it, it's a bit of a crazy league. So they'll let him they'll let him do whatever they want if they're they're happy for the exposure, I suppose.
0: Yeah, pretty um, much. I've yeah. seen a few of his vlogs. Um they've actually been pretty good. One of them, which caught my interest, was when he played in Watertown, which is only an hour from yeah, yeah. me. And I'm just like, Well shit. If I knew that, I would have gone to the game and been uh been training him on because he actually his, his the he's a backup for like he's backup, he knows his role yeah, yeah. For his team. And so I guess the goalie got into a fight, uh, during the game, so he got called into the game.
1: Oh Uh, shit!
0: um, Yeah, so he actually got to play in Watertown, which would have been a fun game to go watch. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, so NHL, um, the Devils, where the fuck did they come from?
1: Not only that, I was gonna. I'm glad you brought it up because I was I was just looking at uh, Johnny Canuck, uh, Johnny Canuck, Johnny uh, Hockey's, um. Uh because uh, he moved from Calgary to, to Columbus and they were saying that his hometown team was interested, then New Jersey was an option. If it had gone along to New Jersey, would they have kept the streak going? Like, geez. I don't know. Um You put you put Johnny Hockey in that in in that <laughs> Johnny in, in that environment. I it looks like anybody could play in New Jersey and be good right now. I know the, I know the, the streak got snapped by possibly the craziest Game and I'd never condone throwing shit on the ice. The Maple Leafs game, right? But the 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 Maple Leafs beat them two one, but it should have been. It probably should have been a four. Maybe not. Maybe maybe one wasn't a. Maybe one was um, to be called back. Um, Cause I watched. The the only thing that I've been keeping up with NHL wise is the Canucks. Uh, I, I listen to chiglets here and there. I've kind of gone off them a little bit because of how long the episodes are. And we try we'll try and keep this one short for you guys as we as we waffle through hockey. But having having a three hour show to listen to, I'm like ah, I, can't. I have to cut it down into segments and do it do it that way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I watched the dang it's video that um, Steve Dangle put up and the three the three goalie interference thing. Fuck I me, mean, the first. The first one, the guy touches, like, like kisses skates and goaltender interference, fuck off, fuck off. There's nothing, there's no way that the goalie is impeded at all um, from making the save or being attempted to, to being attempted. That, that should have been a good goal, I think the first one. The second one, the second one was a bit fucking blatant because the goalie goes behind the back of the, the goalie goes behind the back of the net to stop the puck up, passes it out. And as he's skating past, to get back in front of the net, uh, Devils player comes up the inside of him, gives him a very clear bump, and spins him around, and then the puck goes in the net. Shortly after, it's like, yeah, that one yeah. you can't you can't deny that one. Whether you should have gone that way through or around or around the goalie or whatever, you cause you cause significant contact. He he wasn't in the net. Fair yeah. enough. And then the third one, I, I think was I think I can't remember it, but again, I think it was bullshit. I think it was um, another goalie interference or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was three goalie interferences, and one one of them got called back on a challenge. Another one got called back on uh, a review of the play, and I was just, yeah. And there was, again, there was another one in in Vancouver, um, in a Vancouver. I think it was against Colorado. Um, that I was listening to the radio broadcast, just because I think they're better commentators. They they depict everything so beautifully. Uh, and I do try and aspire to be like them, um, but again, like yes, there was contact, but then there was, like he he kind of bumps the goalie, and then the goalie gets reset, and then the shot comes in. Like, what, when is it? When is it goal Like, when is it goaltender interference, or when is it not? There's no defined because I bet you a game next week that happens and the goal get, goal gets allowed. Is
0: are, wait? Are you talking about? Um... Uh, the other night when they played Dallas Stars, or no, no that no. was uh, who was it? Who was it that played the Dallas Stars the other night? And the goal, goaltender's helmet got knocked off, but prior to that, they called a goal back because of goalie equipment issues. I just saw it on in um, Greece, uh,
1: today. Um, uh I'll tell you if I can find it, Avalanche played them. Excuse me. Saturday night, Friday. Uh, Saturday morning, Friday nights for you guys. Yeah. Um. What other game did the stars have against the Jets? Maybe. Went yes, that's Went to overtime. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um. But it 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 was the same thing. It was like, wh- how do you classify goalie interference? Yeah. Because the refs are so inconsistently cons, or they're so consistently inconsistent. I don't even mm-hmm. think they know the official rules on the actual goaltending interference. And it changes from game to game. If you watch, it's like every ref has their own concept of goalie interference. And then when they can't give a clear explanation to the coach, the coach gets all pissed off. Yeah, Later on, either leads to losing control of the game or a bench minor from the coach or one of the players because the players are trying to – communicate with the ref and they're they're not liking what they're seeing. So they throw their two cents in and just automatic uh, two minutes.
1: Yeah. And then also if you, if you challenge it and you think, and you, and you, you watch it in a coach, maybe, you know, two, three, two, three games ago, sees the same thing that he saw when a goal gets disallowed. He goes, Oh, well that's, I'm going to challenge because it's goaltender interference. You get it wrong. The goal stays on the board. And now you're down down a man for two minutes because you got the challenge wrong. Exactly. So
0: not this past weekend, but last weekend I went to a a Clarkson University game, uh, which is one of the uh, colleges uh, about half hour down the road. Um, I talked about them a few times last season. And they were playing Arizona State. Well, in the first period, no, yeah, first period, the goalie had the puck covered. And the Arizona State player came in and kept on jamming at it. And almost looked like they pushed the goalie into the net and the putt came loose and came into the net. And the ref called it a good goal. Well, the Clarkson coach wanted to review it. And the ref looked at him and said, no, we are not reviewing this. It's not a reviewable play. Well, then later on in the third period, uh, Arizona State takes a shot. It reams off the inside of the post and then out. But
1: mm-hmm. they
0: didn't blow the whistle. Next thing you know is once the whistle goes, even though Clarkson had a four on O and they biffed it, even though the goal would counted, they fucking biffed it. And I mean, bad. And uh, <laughs> they made three passes on a four on O instead of just either t- taking the shot or giving it one pass. And then, and it was so bad that he stopped the puck in mid play to let another Teammate come in and grab it to take the shot, but oh. instead of taking the shot, he passed it again. The no. goalie had his positioning. It's like, are you kidding me? But the coach on Arizona wanted to review it,
1: mm.
0: and the ref allowed it. So it's like, where do you allow the review and not allow the review? What's the yeah. measurement with the fucking refs right now? Because there's so many refs that are so inconsistent, and it's not just in the NHL; it's in yeah. the ECAC up here. To the point where they some of them are getting uh, re- like review themselves. Like these refs are getting looked into and investigated yeah. because it's that bad right now.
1: Mm. Um. Well, what what's one that happened in Nottingham? Um, I mean, this yeah this this one wasn't this one's just as bad, but it's on. It just shows you the level of our league compared to others. It's not really a splat, It's not really a, a jab at a ref. So. Um, they think the puck's gone in. The next breaking play, they check it. Um, they go to the review kind of booth, which is between the two penalty boxes, and they're there for about a minute and a half, two minutes. And I, I, I'm I'm I, where I sit, I can uh, I can sit, so I can stand up and look over the edge, yeah, down a, down a few rows and into the penalty box. I can see the screens they're looking at, and nothing is moving on the screen. <laughs> like literally like it, it, I stand up and go oh they, they probably just paused the video okay, cool sit back down another thirty seconds goes past. I go look up again same pictures on the screen like what <laughs> the fuck are, what the fuck are they looking at because they've got yeah. a behind the, they've got a behind the goal angle they haven't got a they've got a top down view which they really should have yeah. um, and then they've got the normal broadcast um, yeah. view um and they're looking to see if the puck went over the line or if the guy dragged kind of swept it back out. Swept it back out from behind, uh, from behind the line, and it didn't come to light until after the game. Yeah, uh, but I think, but I think, I think it came out on Twitter because of the uh, because we got um, guys doing updates and social media for for that. But not no announcement was made to the arena. The refs just come out and say no goal. And we're like, okay, okay, <laughs> sure. We're unhappy about it, but okay. Come to find out, at the end of the game, the reason why there was no goal calls because the call standard standard uh, um, stayed on the ice as a no as a uh, no goal call because the software it wasn't working. They couldn't press play <laughs> on the playback video that was put in. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> so you're going to penalize <laughs> the team because it won't it won't press play.
1: Yeah, it was so, just like a buffering circle. The fucking computer, the system crashed.
0: So is that I mean, if you know that the goal is not supposed to happen, then I mean,
1: yeah. If it if there's a no goal, if there's a no goal, it's a no goal. Okay, they can't change the call on the ice because there's no there's no significant evidence to over, overturn the call. I get that. Yeah. But the reason why there was no significant evidence to overturn the calls because the system didn't fucking work. The camera so, I mean, wasn't. The playback wasn't wasn't playing back. So why not go based off of the human
0: judgment versus? A challenge judgment. I mean, isn't that what the refs are there for?
1: Well, yeah, and the, and the goal judge behind the goal, like he he put his light on and everything, like oh fuck, like, so, like. I mean, it's like in baseball, you hit a home
0: run, you already ran the bases. Yep. And the umpire goes, <laughs> "Oh, by the way, no home run."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That kind of like kicked a little bit. So, at the beginning of the Clarkson season, they were playing like shit, and. Clarkson, this would have been the go-ahead goal, and I guarantee it would have changed the flow of the game. But they scored. The ref blew goal. The light came on. The point went up on the board. Next thing you know, you hear, play is under review. And this is, like, right before they dropped the puck, it's like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) Come to find out. You're going to get a. You're going to shit yourself on this one. (laughs) But after about five to ten minutes reviewing it, they came back and said, five-minute major for cross-checking.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake.
0: From behind, Clarkson, no goal. (laughs) It's like, wait wait a minute. If you didn't have your arm up, if you didn't, it's like, how the hell are you gonna do that?
1: Yeah, You're yeah. yeah. Call
0: a penalty after, after the simple fact that the puck's been in the net, it, the points up on the board, and yeah. another ref called good goal. It's like, are you kidding me? Ah, mm. oh, I don't yeah. know. Like I said, refing is,
1: I'm It's, it, it's a mine, it's it's a minefield, and I, I I tip my cap to every ref that pulls on the jersey. Or lines w woman women or lines person or whatever. Like if, to pull on them strikes is fucking tough. Because you you're no. a human with 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 only human abilities. You haven't got uh, you know technology hard, hardwired into you, you don't have a supercomputer in your in your head, you've got pretty much what everyone else is fucking dealing with. Yeah, um, but I don't
0: go to a strip club on a Wednesday expecting to see the A team uh, performing. <laughs> I go on a Friday night to see the A team performing. All right. <laughs> I bring my pennies on a Wednesday, and I bring my hundreds yeah. on a uh, Friday. It, there's, it's, yeah, you know,
1: yeah. Oh. I I get, yeah, I I get it. I say, I I do have, I do have sympathy for them, but you've got this technology to make the right calls, but should it be used in every single scenario? Like, no, but let, just, that's oh. part of the
0: game. Human error is part of yeah, the
1: game. yeah, and it's been part of the game since you know the the yeah. dawn the dawn of the game. That's yeah. the whole – that's it. You start bringing in all these systems and computerizing it. What's the point in having a ref? You might as well just have guys on headsets watching monitors and go, that was a call, that was a call, yeah. and stopping and stopping the game remotely. Take the refs off the ice.
0: Now, I can understand if they have have to use it for offsides. Completely understand mm. that because offsides is like a one of those judgment calls. It's either yeah. yes or no. Yeah. And if you need to go back to review it to make sure they were on sides versus offsides, then yeah, one hundred percent, completely understand. But it seems like they are going to the fucking video review for everything now, and it's just like yeah. let it be, take the cameras all, out of the net, and just yeah. let the game be.
1: They're all they're almost hiding behind the fact that they can go. Well, I'll call what I want, and then I'll double check. Yeah, I I get I okay getting the right call and getting the right yes it was a goal, no it wasn't a goal. Getting it right matters. But there's gotta be you see is he has gotta be one or the other. You gonna I feel like you're gonna go full full autonomous and go like full um you know Guys, guys in booths and computerized and everything else, or yeah. you, you, or you still this hybrid thing between the two is just just not worth working. If I'm honest, I I, I don't I feel like it, it can slow it it slows games down once it, once you get bogged down with it. Yeah. Um, off offsides, I understand because there were some blatant missed shit. What was the one like, like uh, four or five years ago where someone was? was uh was Ryan O'Reilly was off, offside by like five, four or five feet in the game, or was it Matt Duchesne? Somebody, it was somebody with one of those names. Well, there's another there was-
0: instance with the uh, way back in when Buffalo played Dallas in the Stanley Cup final, and Brett Hall was in the crease against Dominic Koscik.
1: That was a that was a bullshit that was a bullshit it, rule it was bullshit well.
0: goal, and they allowed it. But guess what happened the following year? That rule was no longer in play because yep. they said if you are in the crease before the puck is in the crease, as long as you are not involved in the play, yeah you're fine. Yeah. But and it's kind of like, wait, so Brett Hall gets the game winning goal the year before in the Stanley or the season before to win the Stanley Cup for Dallas. And then all of a sudden they change it. Irony down the road, Brett Hall and Dominic Koshika ended up playing in Detroit together and they never talked yeah. about that goal. Like <laughs> that was just they never talked about it. Um Yeah.
1: But I I say you you play you should you should play to the rules as written. Um and in in, that, in that, I guess in I guess in that instance, and the rule is you weren't you weren't allowed in the crease, so the goal should the goal should be disallowed. But then in in hindsight, looking at it, is he is he directly interfering with the goalie? Is he stopping it make, making the save? No, he's just kind of his foot was there, and the goal went and the goal went in. Yeah. So I I I think the I think the Brett Hole goal is a good a good goal personally, but at the time rules written. Yeah. He was in it have, it the play. It shouldn't, it, should, it shouldn't have been. Yep.
0: Um. It's funny too because we've been sitting here for probably a good 45 minutes now, just bullshitting <laughs> about stupid
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I myself, I'm enjoying it. Um, we're not getting down to the nitty gritty, but we're just talking hockey stuff, which I think we should bring more into this show because you can pull up any kind of TV show you can pull up any kind of podcast that people get paid to do to talk about yeah. stats and this and that um and this is our first show this season um and I think I'm having more fun doing this than having to worry about stats. Um, yeah. What's your take?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally because we we can go on tangents and stuff. We can bring we can we can kind of uh, yeah, like you said you you, you can go to TSN. You can go to Center, You can go to Bar Down. You can go to whoever whoever you want to get your like deep dives into analysis and everything. And I, to be honest with you, I'm getting I'm getting a little bit bored of it because yeah. they, they break it down so much over and over and over. There's only so much for me. There's only so much I can listen to it and just go. But it's a fucking game. Yeah. You know.
0: So maybe every week what we should do is find oh. something that's bullshit about the sport or something that we can kind of like sit here and kind of have a tangent about, because the name of the show is what the puck. Yeah. Um, the last couple of seasons have been kind of experimental seasons, especially when I got handed it um, and had to kind of like take it out on my own. So I think I, with us right now, I think we're having more fun doing this and just kind of like going on tangents and Bullshit yep. back and forth and having fun with it. Um, I do want to get out there that Phil Kessel is the man. Not oh. only is he the hot dog man,
1: <laughs> and I, in fact, I, he does not like hot dogs. Uh, yeah, I, but, I love, I love the fact that a guy in the NHL that has the Iron Man streak also has a has a hockey card photo of him with hot dogs in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, uh, just I love, I I love that. Um, I am. I am taking it with a pinch of salt because okay, I understand why. Um, but he, he, he there was a game last I think it was I'm sure it was last season. Yeah, it had to have been. Uh, where he jumped on for one shift, got off, got on a private jet, went to go see the the birth of his child, yep. and then flew and then flew back for the next game. Class act, fantastic, got that. Um I know you want to keep the streak alive, and that's very nice that the uh, the, that the team was al- allowed them to do that. yellow
0: got screwed over. I'm sorry, yeah, Keith Yenno, uh, Coast yeah, screwed him over, yeah, Good yeah, life.
1: and all that sort all that sort of shit. Um, uh, but because they're on the East Coast and because you're a fan of them, uh, what the fuck's up with Carolina? They're not exactly making. Uh, the, oh, waves, okay. the, the waves, the waves. Because I want, I'm throwing this to you now because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go off on Vancouver. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, feeding, right. I'm, I'm feeding you the ball right now so I can get my rant over later All on. Right. <laughs> so, Carolina, they have. Okay,
0: I'm going to use the uh, A team that I coached yesterday as an example. The uh-huh. boys were firing the shots that they needed to except they're at the goalie
1: consistently.
0: <laughs> uh, we outshot the team. We outplayed the team. But they put more pucks in, the, in our net with less shots. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, let's start off with a game against Colorado. They outshot Colorado 4-1. to one. <laughs> It was 47, almost 50 shots by the end of regulation and you put up two points – or two goals. Jeez. I'm so, and then you lose it in overtime. You put up yeah. that many shots. I understand shots are shots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you put up that many shots, and you only get two past the goalie. And then yeah. they go to the next game uh, – who was it that they played? Minnesota. They played Minnesota. Uh-huh. They get the lead. They lose the lead. Then they tie it. Then they go into overtime, and they lose in overtime. Oh, Then they go into another overtime game where they had the lead. Or no, no. They were down 3-0 in the third period. They come back. They tie it up 3-3 with five minutes left, pulling the goalie three times. You go into overtime. You need to win it. You yeah. just came back from a three-nothing deficit in the third period with five minutes left and you can't close it. What the mm. fuck? Then yeah. you do another I, game. Then you play against Phoenix. I mean Arizona. Uh, or yeah, I should yeah. I say uh Arizona played, uh, Coyotes? <laughs> um, I think the only reason why the Arizona Coyotes are having such a hot streak right now is because they got college girls banging on their doors and their wives are getting jealous. <laughs> I mean, if if I was an NHL player. Working out a college campus like that, oh, I'd be snagging left and right. (laughs) There's a reason why I'm single, folks. Yeah, I'd be snagging. And then you lose to Phoenix three to nothing. The Canes have not gotten a regular. Actually, last night did they? Yes, they finally. And then who else did they play after Phoenix? Oh, Boston. You have a two to one lead on Boston. A two nothing lead. On Boston, and you lose in overtime three to two. You sign goal, uh, Coochie for your goalie for four years. You know, what they're gonna do with him, they're gonna prime him up and they're gonna get ready to trade, uh, trade him uh, at the deadline. Why? Because that's what Carolina does with fucking good goalies. They, yeah,
1: yep.
0: Freddie Anderson, I guess, might be on the trade block. Who knows?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ronta's just sitting back there going, you know what? I don't know if my life, if my job here in Carolina is good or if it's bad, but you know what? I'm going to suck up the sun while I can.
1: Mm.
0: And then, and then right after that, they finally get a win against Calgary and it wasn't an easy win, even though it should have been an easy win. It's just like,
1: Mm.
0: (sighs) okay, your turn.
1: (laughs) Okay. So the, the, the first, what two weeks, maybe even three weeks of the season, I was ready to jack in hockey all together. Why am I why am I staying why am I why am I following this West Coast team? Whoa. You get they, they get up by two to three goals, go into the third period, and then lose by lose by two, lose by one. Couldn't play with a can't well still can't play with the lead. Um and then oh, what 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 what's been their runner games? Because I was
0: they me, won against me, Vegas last, me, all
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I've not watched the highlights of that yet. I'm gonna go back and watch that. that yeah. just closed. Just closed. Close the app, god damn it. Uh, schedule right.
0: I'm gonna let you know right now that Vegas had an open net and they missed it. (laughs) They missed it. It was so wide open, I guarantee you. A hooker from Vegas saw how wide open it was because it was that easy. Um, even flinging her dollar bills, going, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So, where were we?
1: Where were we? Um, okay, so. Uh, winning win, uh, six to four. This is back at the start, uh, first full week of November, 8th of November against Ottawa, six four win. Okay, cool. That's Ottawa. You should probably beat Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, Montreal, five two loss. We were up in that game. Toronto, uh, two three loss. I'm not sure if we were up in that game.
0: They uh, Boston, they, they had they gave up like five or six uh losses in a row where they're up.
1: Oh, that was at the start of the season. This, this, this is, this is just the last month. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, Toronto lost. Boston lost. Three losses in a row. Uh, Buffalo five four win. Uh, I want to say that that one. Uh, I think we just well we didn't score in the third period. We got it all in the first and the second. Um, so we let we let them back into it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we were leading. We were leading in that one going into the third period. Uh, and they scored a goal. Luckily, we held off. Uh, LA Kings four-one win. Uh, so back-to-back wins. Then going into the week of the twentieth, play. We, we we are set. We, we were set to play. And by the end of this week, Vegas, Colorado, Vegas. I was ready just to go right. Turn my phone off. I'm not looking at hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and what do we do? We go in. We go in. We lose five-four to Vegas in the first game. Okay, it was a competitive game. I listened to it. We beat Colorado four-to-three somehow. And then we go and beat Vegas, uh, the other night five to one. We're playing, uh, the Sharks, uh, later on today, one o'clock my time. Uh, just came off should...
0: lost to, uh, yeah. L. A. last night.
1: Yeah. So like the la- the last week, I was like. I'm going to turn my phone off. I don't care about I don't care about Vancouver. We're playing Vegas, Colorado, Vegas. Fuck this! No. <laughs> and they, they win. They win two of them and, and uh, narrowly lose to, to Vegas in the uh, in the first one. Oh, but yeah, couldn't couldn't buy a third period win and couldn't couldn't play with a multi goal lead. We were we are the first team in history to lose their first five. Games of a season after holding a more a multi-goal lead, we are history setters.
0: Well,
1: we have we, we we have we have something. We, we raise that banner, that is, <laughs> raise that fucking banner. No, don't be like Nashville and raise a banner for everything. <laughs> don't be like Nashville. It could be worse. It could be worse. I found this out uh, a year or two ago. Um, the the Minnesota Wild have I think have the best banner. Uh, raised into the rafters, they have a retired number, and they have a single retired number. Do you know what that number is? Dougie Glad, number sixty-nine. Nope, it's the number one, and there's not been a Montreal, uh, a Minnesota player that's worn number one for a very long time. I think it was back in like two. I think they raised his banner back in two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. Maybe, maybe around that sort of time. It's for the fans. <laughs> they retired. They retired a jersey number for their fans.
0: I'm surprised they haven't retired uh, a <laughs> Madonna's number.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, um, the uh the minute the the Minnesota uh, Minnesota Wild uh, retired a jersey number for their for their fans, so the, the, in my eyes, the, there can never be a worse banner than that. <laughs> Sorry, Minnesota fans.
0: Well, I mean, at least they don't have one up there that said we tried it like (laughs) now.
1: We got close. We we came so close. (laughs) We won the the Central. So Uh if if anybody can see behind me and knows me at all, you know I love jerseys. And the – well, first off, Adidas after this season are no longer going to be – the uh, Jersey makers of the NHL It's gonna to fall to a new company, whether that be I don't know who makes I don't, I don't know who makes jerseys nowadays apart I'd
0: from love to see them go back to CCM because even though CCM yeah. was a cheap product to buy, I didn't have to sit there and be like, all right, my team has twenty different jerseys now mm-hmm. because Adidas yeah. took over and footy. Over in England, the, each team has like a hundred different ones. So Adidas, oh, yeah. the NHL has to have seven different jerseys, and now my bank account's going to go broke because I just want one team's jersey. <laughs> um, maybe Fanatics. I mean, I think Fanatics should step up. They've got some really good stuff out there, and they do sell it at yeah. a cheaper rate. Um, yeah. The only, like about,
1: the only thing I don't like about the I don't like about Fanatics is the. Retail product is bad, but the hand, the hand. I've not. I don't think. I don't think I own one. I'm sure I don't own one. Um, own but their the, 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 the quality their quality for me. Well, I don't. I don't know if it's different from what we get over over here in the in in Europe, yeah. compared to compared to America, but it just feels off. You no, know? Compare so- com- compared to a couple of the jerseys that I've got, which are like. Team issue. There just seems to be such. I know there's a difference in price, but there's just such a drop off in quality. It just seems. It's the way of the jersey. Yeah, and the shoulder, the shoulder patches, and the 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 logos don't feel like they've got depth to them. You know, they just they just feel flat and feel lifeless. I'm just like, this is meant to be exciting. I'm I'm putting money into this because because I want to wear it, not because. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: My Jersey collection has kind of grown a little bit over the summer. Um, <laughs> it got a new one back there. The Watertown wolves one. I bought a reversible Jersey from a hockey art clothing company. Uh, uh-huh. is, um, I bought three new, uh, mighty ducks ones from the actual movie. I got, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, two banks and, uh, one, uh, Conway. Okay. Um, I thought I was buying an adult size, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, uh, uh, Stadium Series jersey, but turns out it was a youth large, not an adult large, for a hundred bucks. And I'm like, you know what? It's a jersey, so
1: yeah. So, Sorry. any of the uh, reverse retros catching your eye? I
0: like the the Sharks. I do like yeah. the Sharks.
1: The uh, the 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 seals throwback.
0: Yes. Uh, the sharks um the Vegas I do like their re- retro reversed
1: the 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 glow in the dark stuff yep the glow
0: in the dark one um the canes yeah I'm not too keen on it
1: yeah um, yeah I'd like to see him go back to the storm flag of some of some some description of a logo Rather than I'm not a massive I'll be honest I'm not a massive fan of word marks on a jersey, whether it be Pittsburgh, Colorado, whoever's oh. done it, but whoever's uh, New York Rangers, whoever's done it before. I mean Rangers pull it off because they're that old, yeah. That um, it just fit, they just fits, but they they didn't do anything new really with theirs. They went back to Lady Liberty.
0: So as much as I'm going to probably hate saying this, the Montreal Canadiens won. Yeah,
1: they- with the yeah the old ex exposes it. Oh uh, Montreal- yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that 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 powder blue, that was that's nice. Yeah, I mean, a Listen, lot of
0: the uh, Canadian teams have, even uh, Vancouver's uh, one. That was a nice one. Um, yeah,
1: I'm I'm not a, I'm again I'm not a massive fan of numbers on the front of the jersey, but it looks nice. I get it. It looks nice. It looks yeah. it does look good.
0: Well, even just uh, San Jose's regular jersey right now, the like the the
1: new the new ones, yeah,
0: yeah, the new teal blue ones. Oh my, it's just the color combination on there is amazing. Um, yeah. I wish that if Colorado was going to go full Quebec Nordiques, that they actually brought back the Quebec Nordiques jersey itself. Yeah. yeah. The logo with their colors in it. I think that needs to go to actual Quebec Nordiques style. Um, yeah. But out of all of them, I think the big winner is Minnesota bringing back. I was, their yeah. Stars. yeah.
1: yeah. I, I the I logo feel like, their yeah. Yeah. I feel like they kind of, they, they did kind of cop out a little bit. They saw how well it, how well the white one worked. So they just gave everyone a dark version of it. I was like, no. okay, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It still looks like a, still looks like a, a, a jersey sponsored by Subway, but it's nice. Okay. Yeah. But um, if
0: you're going to go to a disco or a dance club, yeah, go ahead and grab that ugly ass Dallas Stars one. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> it's just
1: ugly. I, I, I like, I like them. Uh, I did like their original one, uh, when they went, but it it was, but it was too much white. Yeah. The 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 first reverse reverse retro, Um, the poo uh, the poo bears back uh, for for Boston. Oh, so so since just
0: said uh, Boston. Isn't it ironic? I know I'm going to swing back a little bit, but isn't it ironic that on the same night that New Jersey loses their streak, Boston loses their streak. And it was because Ooh. of a couple of bad calls and also power
1: play goals. Put the Tim Four hat on, quick. Tim 4 hat <laughs> on. Yeah, Tim Tim, Tim 4 hat. The uh, the conspiracy theories are out. Oh yeah. Gary <laughs> I mean, Beckman's pulling all the strings behind the scenes.
0: And I live with a Bruins fan now. So for those of you that don't know, I moved in with my buddy. I live in the basement, and pretty much it's all decked out in my hockey stuff. Uh, I'll post up some pictures on the uh, what the puck page. But um, he's a huge Bruins fan, and me and him go back and forth all the time. And I, he wants me to say the Bruins are good, and I'm not going to do it. And he's a, he's a Giants fan in football. And I'm like, well, <laughs> tell me that the Dallas Cowboys are a great team in America <laughs> without throwing up in your mouth. And he's like, I can't do it. And I'm like, all right, that's how I feel about Bruins. <laughs> Even when they came back and beat the fucking uh Canes the other night, I'm like, no, they
1: still suck. Is this, is, is this gonna be the last season we see of uh the terrible twosome the um um Marchand and uh Bergeron? Is this the last it,
0: season? I, I yeah. Think,
1: I think is this this um, one is this S1 song though? Are they gonna try and push for, for something deeper in the playoffs?
0: I see them falling uh, right around the new year. I, I really don't see them lasting as long as they have been. I mean, they broke – they're still on a streak, though, with the uh, most yeah. wins in a row, et cetera, et cetera. I hope that burns in hell soon. <laughs> but uh, I think it might be Marchand's last year mm-hmm. in Boston. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he might go elsewhere. Um,
1: see, uh, yeah, I mean – I understand i understand players want to chase a cup and it's you know jumbo jumbo joe did it and a bunch of a bunch of other other players went chasing and all this sort of stuff but with the history he's got with that team just you've got your cups bow out Have you know say so you did it say you did it fine you're not gonna you're not gonna sully the your memory by going but you should you shouldn't sully you know kind of was that walls down your memory of Trying to go and chase a cup with whoever you get traded to or signed to or whatever else. Just maybe, maybe go go play go play in Europe. Go fucking rip it up in you know. Uh,
0: Plus Marshon uh, already a, in, his way in, to the in, top in the
1: Swiss one. League. Plus Marshon
0: already looked his way up to the top once. Many times. <laughs> How many times is he gonna hit that center of the tootsie roll pop? You know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, is. Other than what we've chatted about, is there anything else you want to get out there?
1: Um, No, i i I will I will say um, a little. I say last little bit of promo. um, Nottingham Lions commentary is taking a break for a couple of weeks, but I will share the links if you're following uh, what the puck or let's talk hockey. Uh, Facebook pages, the links I will post personally to those um, those fan walls. So if you're not following our social medias, please do go check them out, and you'll be able to on sun- On most Sunday nights, um, I believe that'll be Saturday. Uh, Sunday afternoons for you, uh, for East Coast guys, because it's around about now and we'd be finishing. So yeah, yeah an af- an, af- an afternoon an afternoon Nottingham game. Um, the lions are doing really fucking good this year. We're uh, so- solidifying our place in the uh, the mid table. Whereas last season we were dwindling around the bottom until the end until the uh, second half of the season. So we've got off to a good start. So um, check out that on Facebook. Uh, the links will be to the free YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button on the YouTube page because then you'll know when we go live every Sunday, and you can also go back and watch the games on demand whenever you want. You can script through all of the stoppages and the breaks that probably come up. As for Let's Talk Hockey, like I said earlier, I've got a bunch load of um, people that I want to get on and are ready to come on. Um, in Nottingham, there's going to be a testimonial for Matthew Myers uh, with a bunch of guests that I've had on previously. So hopefully there should be some more content coming out um, through having actual face-to-face conversations with those guys, people such as David Ling, uh, Guy Lapin, who I haven't had as a guest, but I would love to, um, Sam Oakford, uh, Dan Green, uh, David Clark, Corey Nielsen, and a bunch of other people. So look out for more stuff on Let's Talk Hockey and of course on uh, What the Puck and When I'm posting out posting out on there.
0: And I want to apologize again to all of our fans. Um, our social media has been kind of, on my behalf, um, to work and just this summer was crazy not gonna lie i was dealing with kids from <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning till 3 30 in the afternoon and then just again a lot of stuff happened over the summertime but at the same time um we're not going to get into any of that i think yep. uh we're going to continue to do what we're doing just kind of sit here bullshit about hockey and go on rants and uh if you if you agree with us uh let us know um i will start doing as much as i can on the actual website itself or on the uh social media pages um so stay tuned on that uh make sure you check out let's talk hockey uk um and max and his guys over there and make sure you look up let's talk hockey uk because if you just type in let's talk hockey it's not going to bring you to their actual uh, page itself yeah. um Anything else, uh, Max? Uh,
1: last thing, if you are following uh, Let's Talk Hockey, I've been starting to do uh, a handful of personal live streams uh, of uh, UK Rec Hockey, UK Beer League Hockey. Uh, the next one, hopefully coming up, it might not have commentary on it, but I am playing against uh, we have like a Nottingham Outlaws versus the Nottingham Knights. We're having a Nottingham versus Nottingham, best of three series. Game one went to the Outlaws four or five-two. I can't remember. can't remember exactly, but that the game is up on uh, Let's Talk Hockey as a uh, on, on the Facebook page. as a video on demand. You can watch it back with live commentary. I will be playing in the next game, which is set to go on uh, da, 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 da. let's just have a quick look uh, game to on the 3rd of December. So next week, yeah, next week, Saturday at seven o'clock UK time. So that will be what four o'clock?
0: Uh, five hour time difference. So
1: two o'clock in the afternoon. Two o'clock in the afternoon on the East Coast, uh, West Coast, you know how to do your time difference on top of that. So uh I'm I'm playing in that game, so hopefully I can get someone to, to video it for us and get it out online. And again, the uh the links will be uh on the Facebook pages of both this podcast and uh, on my own.
0: Nice. Oh, gotta have some oh, um I'll try to bring in without giving names out of the kids on the teams. I'll talk a little bit about uh uh coaching uh under 10 hockey. Um how much fun it is on uh upcoming shows as well too so as uh I, i'm not sure how to end it uh today i'm i'm, I'm kind of wore out a <laughs> couple of weeks and months and just so to all you uh out there that are listening um thanks for sticking with us uh i know we've been uh kind of slacking on uh our end um i know max has been posting here and there on the actual uh facebook page i do appreciate that to kind of Uh, draw more interest Um, I'll step up my game um, since I got a better game with hockey than I do with women right now so um, I'll keep on going with that but I want to say thank you Um, so to all those that are listening uh, when you wake up I want to wish you a good morning um, good afternoon and if you're still listening to us as you're passing out God bless you and
1: have a good
0: <laughs> night, from both Max and myself, here at What the Puck Podcast.